Welcome to Culture Bites, where we take culture theory and turn it into everyday insights. We're powered by Human Synergistics, and our mission is to change the world one organization at a time. We can only do that together with our amazing community, so thank you for listening. Welcome to Culture Bites. My name is Dominic Gawley. I'm a consultant with Human Synergistics Australia, and I'm joined by fellow consultant aficionado, <laughs> Fiona Hogan. Talking me up there, Dom. <laughs> that, Comedians always hate when people bring them up on stage like, the funniest man in the world, like, here he is. It's like, oh, God, now you've really set the bar. That's so there you go, I've set a high bar for you. <laughs> it's framing things up. <laughs> um, for the topic this week, Fiona, I want to talk to you. It's one that's come up, like in debriefs I've done, where someone, and there else I want, they're quite uh, constructive, but they're saying, in this culture, is quite defensive. You know, so I guess they're, the question is really around, you know, well, how do you do it? You know, oh. I'm constructive, but I'm in a defensive organization. So there's kind of this misalignment. It can be yeah. kind of frustrating and stuff. So, you know, tips, I guess, for people who find themselves in that situation. Yeah. So constructive LSI one, you know, one and two. Yep. But I'm in a defensive organization culture. that's quite aggressive or passive or, yeah, or, or a combination of the two. Yeah. Exactly. So what do you reckon? What What should someone who finds themselves in such a predicament yes uh do what can they do yeah it's a it's a great one it does happen and it can be very challenging because you know sometimes it can feel like you're wading through mud because you want to do all this sort of stuff and it can be difficult so i guess part of it is and it depends on whether you're in a pass more passive culture or a more aggressive culture mm. because they will play out differently in a, in a passive defensive culture you know there's this sort of sense if it's reasonably strong can be the sense of learned helplessness. Mm. So people will have all the ideas and not move to action or they may not fully appreciate what constructive thinking and behaviour looks like. So mm. part of it can be about, you know, so in both you've got to hold it, but in if I think about from a passive defensive perspective, it's a bit about, you know, and sometimes when you start holding people to account that in a passive defensive culture, individuals within that culture might think, oh, you're picking on me. Mm. So they see it as aggressive defensive. So part of it can just be articulating what does constructive look like, sound like, or feel like. And, you know, it's because they may have that sense of learned helplessness or not be able to problem solve is baby steps, you know, so really step into humanistic encouraging around it. Or if you, you know, it can also depend if when they're thinking about Shifting the culture, what is the focus and where they want to shift it? So if it's about achievement, if the organization go, oh, we want to build more achievement, then how you role model that and talk about it and be quite explicit in terms of your behavior. So when I'm doing this, you know, I'm, and I had someone recently talking about it. It's not that I don't, you know, what I'm trying to do is, yeah, you can make that decision. I'm empowering you to make that decision. You don't need to check that with me and it's okay. And it, you know, and I realize this is different for you and not something that we've done up until now. And in order for us to move out of this culture, this is what it looks like. So you can help explain it for people, you know, from Uh, that perspective uh. can be one way to look at it, particularly in a passive defensive culture. It may be a bit easier. It will also be more challenging because it will take longer because they're used to sitting back and waiting for stuff to happen. Tell me what to do. Tell me what to Uh. do. So... And you know, how do you how do you make it how do you empower the people and make it safe for them safer for them to step out of their comfort zone to step into what the new looks like is probably the piece that sits for me in that first instance. And and I guess to me, just 
when you say that. So it's almost been a bit of a role model as yeah. well, right, for others. You know, because there's ones like I know, like, especially when you join an organization, you're relatively new and yeah. you can kind of see it clearly. Oh, when you join, you've got all these ideas. And it's the, oh, we've tried that before. And it didn't work that yeah. time. Yeah. You know, and I remember being a bit of a pain to be like, oh, let's try it again. We haven't tried it like this year. Yeah. We haven't tried oh, it. Here comes another one. We haven't uh. tried. And yeah, so there can be a bit of that, right? So how do you push through the groan zone? Yeah. Know? Well, and a bit of it is, you know, okay, seek to understand, I guess. Okay, so what happened last time? Well, I don't know. It just didn't happen. Oh, okay. What, you know, so help. And it depends, you know, in that passive defensive culture, what's showing out? Is it the conventional? Is it the avoidance? Is it dependent? You know, so there is a bit, but it's a bit about, yeah. And it's a bit about riding through it and just keeping it on the agenda. And it's not pushing it religiously, but what's the incremental piece and holding your fire sometimes, mm. particularly, as you said, in those early days. And you walk up and you just go, because the culture is what hits you in the face straight up. And rather than going, oh, let's try it again, you know, how do I work where the energy is, is my classic around culture anyway, but how do you do it incrementally and not bang the drum to, you know, so it's not like, well, here comes another one. Mm. Okay, help me understand. Tell me more. Okay. Where does this frustrate you and that really seeking to understand? How, how do you, though, you know, talking of kind of navigating that groan zone, because the danger is that you get pulled into yeah. Whatever the culture is, you yeah. Know? So I'm constructive right now, but this environment is aggressive, or this environment is passive, or both. And you can feel yourself. Oh, I'm starting to sit on my hands. I'm starting to wait. Yeah. You know, check in and wait for feedback. And- well, I guess, and that's a bit about your own awareness and like, okay, how does this help me? And how does it help the organisation? And what am I prepared to do? We all have a choice in some, you know. So where do you really step into your self actualizing? Mm in terms of some of that choice, in terms of the values of am I prepared? And sometimes this can be, you know, what can happen is am I prepared to go to work and fight every day in an aggressive defensive culture or am I prepared to just sit and, you know, not have my say? Is this actually where I want to be? And you can make some, or what, where am I, how am I best to spend my time and energy if I am highly constructive? Where are the pockets or how do I influence? So where can I make a difference? Absolutely. Yeah. Either, yeah, I mean, you're kind of alluding to stepping out of the yeah. organization. But even within the organization, where does my effort make a difference? Correct. Because there might be particular things where we can make progress and make a move. Well, I'm going to spend my energy there. Yeah. Rather yeah. than places where we can't. I wonder, a thought that was occurring to me as well, just from a mindset point of view for these people who are constructive but in a defensive organization, is moving from sort of a tactical focus to a strategic one, mm, mm. you know, because it can be pretty frustrating the tactical level because, you know, in passive maybe it's hard to get momentum on stuff, hard to get things done, or mm. in aggressive we're kind of fighting battles the whole way when we're trying to do it, which is about the immediate thing in front of us, whatever that mm, is. Mm. But maybe try and put on a hat where it's like I'm going to take a kind of strategic approach to this and my goal is to try and shift people up into that constructive area. Yep. So in that case, I'm not as concerned about the tactic right now, you know, whatever that decision yeah. is or project or whatever, but having a slightly longer term view, which I think can just help hold me in the moment yeah. and I'm not going to get caught up in the moment to moment stuff. But like long term, you know, if I'm trying to build constructive in a passive organization, well, I'm going to push down decision making mm. and get people thinking for themselves and that's just my focus. Yeah. And the details of the other stuff doesn't matter. Yeah. All I'm kind of focused on is that 
longer term goal. Yeah, and it's that one thing as well, rather than getting caught and trying to fix everything. It's right. What's the, you know? How do I hold myself, and what's the one thing that I can share or the insight that I can build with those? So it's great. Yeah, I really want to focus on. Okay, so when people come to and being aware of your own style, so when people come to me with the question, mm. "Oh, I don't know how to do that. Tell me," mm. is then stepping into really role modeling your constructive. In terms of, well, what do you think you could do I'm here to support you, empowering you, and helping people, and describing actually this is what constructive is a bit about, mm. uh, so that people actually understand it. But yeah, it can be it's challenging. There's no two two ways about it. It is yeah, it is it can be difficult, and it's you know you find your like minds as well as the other stuff because you won't be potentially the only person in the organisation that's constructive. Is you know how do you how do you leverage others as well? Do you think, because we've kind of talked about passive, so mm. is it different in an aggressive culture? Yeah, think? I think it is. I think in the aggressive culture, we're just about the doing and possibly more likely to be a bit more argumentative. Mm-hmm. So therefore, it can be challenging in a different way because people may not listen as much. They might disregard you or I've got a better idea and what do you know sort of stuff. So part of it is possibly more about holding your ground and you're, constructively. Yeah, constructively yeah. rather than falling into the the rush. And the challenge can often be about, a bit about slowing those other people down to think about it for a moment uh, in terms of, you know, is this the best way to spend our time right now? Why is this the most important thing? What other, you know, so stepping into some of the achievement-oriented behaviours that you might have because they're in task. What other options are there? What else can we explore before we step? Why do you see that as the most valuable option right now in terms of moving forward. So leveraging the tasky aspects can be one way to help keep you in that aggressive defensive or have you spoken to, you know, so if you want to build the people orientation, asking questions that take them to there to just potentially slow them down a bit. Because I think in an aggressive defensive culture, it's all about the pace. Mm. Yeah. It's, you know, I guess a bit different from the passive one. There's energy, but it can be kind of all over the place. Yeah. There's a great video. I think it was the guys who do um, Monty Python guys. Oh, okay. Yep. They had a skit, and it's the 100-meter dash for people with no sense of direction. <laughs> they shoot the gun, and like all the competitors run off in a different <laughs> different direction. And I reckon it can feel a bit like that in aggressive defensive culture. Yeah. There's energy, but we're not on the same page. Yeah. We're all t- running our own race Yeah, kind of stuff. Yeah. So it's more about you know harnessing that a bit. Yeah. But I guess in both, I guess, because... To me, because we're kind of talking more about how, how do you help the organization yeah, to move. Yeah. But I guess part of really the root of this question is how do I keep my own sanity? Yeah. You know, so I don't, don't know what, yeah. what you reckon yeah. there. Uh, alcohol, uh, tea or coffee, <laughs> good support group is uh, I, I found useful back in my days. However, there is a bit about where do I want to focus? What do I need to do to preserve myself in this? And where, ha- where and how do I find the balance? So what am I setting myself up for? And depending, you know, like, and that's that realistic piece in terms of, okay, this is the current state. It's not going to change overnight. I have to, what do I need to do to keep myself sane and bring it along without realizing that, you know, I mean, if you're constructive, you're not going to want to change it overnight anyway, but what's that realistic piece around it that you can set for yourself? But how do I maintain myself? Uh, what am I prepared to give or not to give, and what are the what are the pieces that I'm going to hold my ground on? Uh, but you know, some stuff you might let slide through to the keeper. But what do I need to do to really 
maintain my constructive. And also the other bit is what are my triggers in my constructive that take me to my defensive styles? Yeah. Yeah. Because we all know that constructive takes time to build and can easily slip away. (laughs) And that's the risk in those defensive cultures is that the culture takes over. Yes. Yes. And, you know, that's kind of what culture is. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's those expectations and we can get drawn into those expectations, Mm, mm, mm. you know, pretty easily. Yeah. It's kind of like you say, we kind of build the constructive in pennies and we withdraw on dollars, Mm, you know. mm, mm. I can feel like that. Because it's easier. Yeah. It's easier to go along with the culture. It actually takes uh, courage and commitment Mm. to be outside of the culture, right, to be different. Mm. Yes. And so, yeah, that kind of sustaining piece, you know, so how do you do do that? How do you, you know, check in with yourself? Yeah. All that kind of stuff. It's not easy. No. And there's, you know, I don't, you know, I don't have a crystal clear answer. It's just about, okay. And, you you know, and I think there's an element of, why do I feel the rub and what was that rub, you know, and just that real self-awareness and reflection component on it in terms of why is this so frustrating for me? Oh, that's because. And so it's just to Lorraine's point, notice, name, reflect. Yeah. What have I noticed about how this culture is impacting me? What is that name, reflect, you know, and I think that's still a useful strategy at any time, but particularly when dealing in that culture. What am I noticing about this? Because then you can call it as well in terms of, for others, actually, what I'm noticing is that we've spent 20 minutes talking around this conversation. We haven't come to any agreement yet. Mm. Is that really the best use of our time right now? Ah, oh. so you know, so that it takes it into that other space. So that's probably the power and capacity is not quite the right words. I don't think, but you know, how I can use my constructive is to notice, name, and reflect for the group. Mm. And if it's depending on where it is, because part of the stuff in Often in those cultures, they don't, I speak once again passive, but they don't actually know what it is. So you can just, part of it can be about you've got the lens and the antenna are up in a constructive stuff. So this is how what I'm observing is avoidance or what I'm observing is power. What do you mean that's power? I'm, you know, <laughs> but you know, some of it can be the gift that you can give is call it out for people. Mm, yeah. And then you can calling it out for yourself to a certain extent as well. Yeah, so so playing that role of mm. of pointing it out, mm. but it's a, I mean you know the bit is it can be challenging, it can be difficult. My tips are you know be kind to yourself, find your like minded posse. Yeah, work where the energy is. It's always my gig in. Where culture. does your effort make a difference? Absolutely. You know, think about what's the goal. What's you know to Liana Sangster's thing once around the on a previous podcast ages ago. What's my goal when I'm thinking from achievement? What do I bring to this in terms of my self-actualizing piece? How do I best support you in this process and what can we do from an affiliative lens? And even just putting that frame around that from a culture perspective and in my interactions, that can just even make a difference. And actually what, what I was thinking of was situation plus thinking equals response. The situation is the culture. Yes. Right? It doesn't mean we have to yes. be anything. We have a choice. And I was debriefing someone the other day Oh, my manager messages me at night, you know, and wants a, something by a deadline of tomorrow morning kind of stuff. Mm. Or what the hell? It's like, what's the conversation we had with them? Yes. You know, what's the conversation we had? Now, maybe in this particular case, it has to happen because it's going to the board or something mm. in the morning. Mm. Right. But at least I want to have a conversation of, hey, it it's doesn't okay. work to send me stuff, you know, the night before it's due in mm. the morning. Mm. You know, how are we going to resolve that next time? So yeah. it's it's sticking to your self-actualizing, having that conversation, 
And it's challenging. Yes. Because the boss keeps doing it, right? But yeah. I but I need to kind of, you know, plant my feet and stand yeah. stand in that space and what is and isn't acceptable. Yes. Uh, what's important for me, all that kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah. yeah. And we've had this conversation before, boss, and I'm not going to do this anymore. Yeah. And, you know, and I told you I'm not going to do this anymore, so... But yeah. but here's what I can do. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, give, give me a week's notice. We're good. Yeah, it's absolutely. It's awesome. All over it. Yeah. You know, yeah. So. yeah. So there is, yeah, absolutely. It's really holding that self-actualizing ground in those challenging situations. But yeah, that's uh, not easy and doable. And, you know, and the more, if the culture, you know, and it comes back to that broader stem of the, the whole culture change piece. If they're trying to build constructive, what does that look like? And, you know being clear to be able to articulate and so you know because often in defensive cultures people don't know what constructive looks like so show them the way show them the way absolutely yeah this is what it is yeah it's a good note to end on (laughs) thank you all right if you're a constructive individual out there you know stick to it yep absolutely right i think there's some some tips in there find those like-minded posse yep all right think strategically rather than Mm. tactically Love it. Thanks for your time today. No worries, Dom. Good to chat. Thanks for listening to this episode of Culture Bites. If you enjoy the show, remember to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcasts. Also, leave us a review. It helps other people to find the show. If you have a question you'd like us to answer, email podcast at human-synergistics.com.au. We'd love to answer it. This podcast is copyrighted by Human Synergistics Australia, all rights reserved. To learn more about what we do, visit human-synergistics.com.au.